Good morning. Welcome to the Flame of Fire podcast. I am your host, Pastor David Bobbitt, pastor of the Liberty Baptist Church in Union, New Jersey. And just want to say thank you for joining us again this morning on the podcast as we continue through the book of Ephesians. And so uh, we are in chapter five right now, and we've been looking at this topic of redeeming the time, redeeming the time. And yesterday, um, we saw that we are to separate from things that hinder your, or two days ago, I'm sorry, we, we saw that uh, if we're going to redeem the time, that means that we're going to rescue the time, we're going to recover, we're going to recapture the time, and and we live in such a wicked day and age, and, and, and the truth is we, we live in a wicked time, and so what is the Christian to do? And that's what we're talking about right now, and of course we're looking at Ephesians chapter 5, and we saw um, that first of all, the Christian uh, is to separate from things that uh, hinder their Christian walk. And, and so in chapter five, he says, have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. And then in chapter five, as we talk about redeeming the time, he says, see that you walk circumspectly. And that word circumspectly just means cautiously, carefully. You're watching where you're stepping. You're watching where you're going. You're, you're taking note of your surroundings. And then, um, Number three, we said, as you look at this chapter, he said that we are to seek God's will in everything you do. Seek God's will in everything you do. And now today, I, I want to give you the next thing that uh, chapter five talks about here. And that's Ephesians chapter five and verse 18 about redeeming the time. It says this, Ephesians five eighteen, and be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the spirit be filled with the spirit. So number four, if we're going to redeem the time, we have to be spirit filled. We have to be spirit filled. Um, think, think about in Ephesians 5.18 as it says, and be not drunk with wine. Now think about what a sin it is for a Christian to be drunk. Uh, imagine, imagine if I showed up to my church on Sunday to, to preach and I, I walked in drunk. Could you imagine the, uh, the, the, the reaction of the people in church. Could you imagine? Um, every, I don't think there'd be too many people that come back to church after that. But yet, as much as it, uh, as much of a sin as it is for a person to be drunk, you know, I, the same Bible verse which tells us not to be drunk with wine is the same Bible verse that commands us to be filled with the Spirit. And it's just as much of a sin for a Christian to be uh, to not be filled with the Spirit as it is for a Christian to be drunk. And so, um, I, I truly believe one of the main reasons we're not seeing revival in America today is because well, we have a lack of Spirit-filled Christians. We have a lack of Christians who are filled with the Spirit of God. Now, being filled with the Spirit of God is different than the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. And we've talked about the indwelling Holy Spirit. In fact, in chapter 4 and chapter 5, we've talked about it again. And when you get saved, the Holy Spirit of God moves into your life. And so everyone at salvation is indwelt by the Holy Spirit of God. Um, you, and the Bible tells us in Ephesians that you're sealed into the day of redemption. So we've seen that. Um, so what does it mean to be Spirit-filled? I heard one old preacher say that when you get saved, you get all of the Holy Spirit that you can get. But the Spirit filling is when the Holy Spirit gets all of you. And that's probably one of the best definitions I've heard. You know, the Holy Spirit of God moves in and you have the Holy Spirit with you. But if you're not surrendered and you're not yielded 
then he doesn't have all of you. And, and like we've said, he's not going to force himself on you. And so uh, the, the filling of the Spirit is a place of complete surrender and yielding. Um, it, it comes from a hunger and a desire to let the Holy Spirit control you and work in you and through you and, and be willing to say, yes, Lord, whatever you want, I'll, I'll do. And just following that, that still small voice of the Holy Spirit. Um, D.L. Moody, a great preacher of years gone by and a man who saw great revivals and, and millions of people saved, it said that several uh, two, two older ladies would come up to him after he'd preach and they'd say, uh, Mr. Moody, we're praying for you. We're, we're praying for you. He said, well, don't pray for me. Pray for sinners. Pray for sinners to get saved. And, and they said, no, we're praying for you to get something you don't have. And, and they told him about the filling of the Holy Spirit of God. And 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 he, he said, uh, please, please don't pray for me. Pray, pray for sinners. But these ladies would continue to pray for him. And he said one day he was walking down the street and all of a sudden he felt the Holy Spirit of God come on him like he never had before. And, and he said he, he can't explain it, but from that day forward, where he used to have uh, 10 saved, he'd have 100 saved. Where he used to have one saved, he'd have 20 saved. And he said he'd preach the same messages, but the results would be different. Why? Because of the filling of the Holy Spirit of God. And if we are going to re redeem the time, if we're going to rescue the time from this wicked day and age, we must be filled with the Spirit of God. If we will ever see revival, we must be filled with the Spirit of God. You know, it's interesting that the Bible speaks about being drunk with wine in the same verse it talks about being filled with the Spirit. Think about this. A drunk person, their walk is controlled by the liquor that's in them. Their speech is controlled by the liquor that's in them. Their thoughts, their mind is controlled by the liquor that's in them. Their emotions are controlled by the liquor that's in them. You ever met a drunk person? Sometimes they're, they're really happy. Sometimes they're really drunk. Their emotions are controlled. Their speech is slurred. They, they walk staggeredly. Their, their whole being is controlled by the liquor that's in them. Now, what a contrast in, uh, to a spirit-filled Christian. You see, when you're filled with the Spirit of God, your walk is going to be controlled by the Holy Spirit. Your speech is going to be controlled by the Holy Spirit. Your thoughts and your mind is going to be controlled by the Holy Spirit. Your emotion is going to be controlled by the Holy Spirit of God. Be filled with the Spirit. Redeeming the time. We're talking about redeeming the time. And, and, and number four, you have to be filled with the Spirit. The need of the day is Spirit-filled men and women of God who'd surrender their whole body and selves to the Lord. Let's go ahead and pray. And then Monday, uh, we will finish up this uh, topic, redeeming the time. And we'll look at the next couple things in this chapter about redeeming the time. Lord, we sure love you. Father, I thank you for everything you've done for us. Lord, you've been so good to me. Father, thank you for taking care of me. Father, I, I pray you would just be with everybody who listens to the podcast. I thank you for them. I pray you bless them. I pray, Lord, that these uh, Bible lessons would be an encouragement and a help to them. I pray, Lord, that you would just lead and guide our nation right now. I pray you'd help us to have spirit-filled Christians that would rescue the time from this wicked day and age, redeem the time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening today.